So what's interesting is I, I felt like there was a lot to get off my mind, but I wasn't sure what angle it was going to come in. And I was going through my old files on my uh, hard drive, um, and I found all sorts of Word documents, pictures, um, I guess what you could consider memories, aspects of myself, things I don't even remember writing. Um, and then some things that I'm like, oh yeah, I, I vaguely remember starting that. But in a lot of regards, I was, you know, kind of impressed with some of the things I wrote. Also, more didn't realize I was as tortured or as, <laughs> had, had as much weight on my, my heart as I did. But even still, I, I, it was still kind of neat to go back. That's why I, so I think we really need to document and journal as much as we can, take as many pictures as we can. Because even through all the various emotions I experienced, the, um, I guess the sense of uh, nostalgia was was so neat. It was just it was just like there's there's a beauty in and going back and sort of remembering all the the neat moments and what you were doing with what song came on, what you were doing when you know you were friends with these people or dating this person or you know when you thought that this was the the climax of your existence and the, you know. It's neat to see how in a lot of ways I've progressed. And in a lot of ways, I almost feel like I was further along. You know, there was uh, something I wrote that I actually appreciated. And, uh, There was a, what was it? It was like a poem, I think. And, uh... Well, anyway. I can, also, I'm looking for it, and I'll try to find it here in a second, but... The... The, what I had sort of touched on it was, was... Was really dark. I didn't realize, like, I always have written dark poetry. I've always written dark stories, but... I I used to think I was doing it to sort of like because dark things were more interesting but I actually think that there was a <laughs> there was a weight on my shoulders for the longest time and, and, and a burden of trying to be something or to fit some role that I, I think the world wanted me to be and it was almost like you could see the the tortured individual underneath it all, you know, yelling out to, hey, someone <laughs> get me away from this. And, you know, I, I look back and I had, I thought I had my whole life figured out at one point. And then everything kind of collapsed. And I picked myself back up. And I feel like I've done this multiple times. And I guess this is just how life is in general. But... I, um, I'm going to read this one thing that I, I wrote, and it was, I feel the very ground of my being shaken up, hate, despair, and a sense of powerlessness are felt, 
The darkest thoughts and feelings are melting down the walls of my soul, becoming reality. The happy child trapped in a room in my mind, stuck to play with his toys, alone and unnurtured, used to having free reign through the mind landscape. Now no longer safe, setting up more walls at an alarming speed, trying to save some sanity, in hopes the darkness will subside soon. The subconscious, the unguarded gate, is the perfect place to attack a solid fortress of thought. Regardless of how deep and protected the emotional core may be, even the hardest soul can be tainted when the body sleeps. I'm afraid of sleep now. The machine is disrupted. I can't stop thinking of the horrors I've seen. I remember the way all the faces were tortured, seeing and feeling their pain. Where is the line between genius and the pool of a madman? Where, what is it to be free anymore? Even our own thoughts betray progress and free will. To fight off the world is a hard task, but to fight off yourself is close to impossible. I saw him dying, unable to help, a vision produced from my mind. My own hell manifested every bit as real as the day-to-day -day world. In fact, it seems even more real. I feel the end coming, a monumental change just around the corner. It's, it has an acrid, bitter taste. It's going to swell like a tidal wave and crash like a meteor, fire burning the landscape. Yet, I am here, a broken shell, left to do the devil's work. Who's to say that's not the safer path? I am a demon, we all are. The angels are all shackled anyway, with God causing order. Neither exist, yet all do. It's everything and not. We are saved, we are doomed, and yet we are nothing. All right, so... <laughs> Definitely in some kind of a place. I, I feel like maybe I had, I had sort of understood the, I guess the kind of, I don't want to say pointlessness of things, because if you look at, you know, you look at like absolute sort of like a will to power a la Nietzsche and a nihilism, it's like, it's like the same information. It's just sort of what you do with it. There's there's such a so much of a paradoxical state with the universe that it really just comes down to what you choose to to look at because if there's an equal amount of things then what you choose to pay attention to is ultimately what's going to manifest to you the whole you live your hell you live your heaven but I I feel like there there's even right now like sort of going through this there's this beauty, this nostalgia, and I'm gonna read one more thing. Um, it's just short and sweet, but I think it goes along with uh, what I was just writing. But we'd envisioned the f we'd envisioned fires scorching the earth, reaching to the sky, perhaps waves engulfing the entirety of our civilization, devouring everything we were, or maybe inescapable death from the heavens. Instead came you, shimmering in perfection, dressed in class, descending like an angel, yet you were the devil. <laughs> it's unfinished, I'm sure, but I still like it. It's, it's interesting, like, you, you think that, you look at all the mistakes, like, the younger you makes, right? And it's like, where we grow from where we were, but... It's interesting, like, I feel like I've been inspired by my, by my 
younger self. Like I almost, I almost see what he was going through, what I was going, I guess what I was going through. And I have a lot of frustration towards the decisions I made, but maybe not enough respect for some of the things I did do right. But I think we, I, I think the fact that you know, just being able to go back and look at some of these files that I had, um, how many of these do we forget? You know, how much of these pieces that make up how we got to this point now do we just sort of leave in the abyss to not really document? And then as the time goes by, we we vaguely remember doing it, or maybe we don't. But being able to come back like this, it's almost like this neat time capsule of, of how my how my brain was thinking. And, and you know, you, you almost tell the story of who you were, or I guess who you quote unquote are. But... It's really, I feel like it's really good to be able to to review it. So I, I definitely think everybody should journal, should document, take pictures, take, you know, even if you're feeling crappy, write how you're feeling crappy, write how everything's feeling lost, write how you feel creative, write how you love, write what you're grateful for, you know, your mistakes. Just document what you are and who you are and then give yourself, your future you a chance to, to be able to go back and maybe even one day for your kids, that's probably... There's going to be a part where you might actually be able to relate to your your own kids. So, we should do more of that. But, yeah. Excellent. So, going on the theme of nostalgia. There's... We get to the point where we are now in life because of everything that's happened before it. And so... We... Our hobbies change, the music we're listening to changes, you know, um, to whatever degree, even if you're sort of doing the same general stuff, your favorite song or your favorite activities probably change, you know, you've got a new game, a new uh, portion of the activity, you know, the type of music you listen to may be the same genre, but you're, you're probably not listening to the exact same album you were listening to years ago, but, you know, to get to where we are today, everything that happened in our past has to happen. You know, this is this is why I stopped seeing, trying to stop seeing things as good and bad. Because if anything changed, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And so, in, in the end, it all becomes necessary. And tonight has been very much a night of nostalgia. And in fact, I decided to make a whole, I guess podcasty type thing covering the different aspects of it um where I'm sort of at now is the absolute importance of giving yourself a a base to go back to like you know why is it that we celebrate anniversaries you know whether it's your birthday whether it's your your marriage your you know you know, whatever it is that you're celebrating, um, you know, it's because that, that aspect is such a big part of, of who we are that you, you have to kind of recognize it or where you're at now doesn't mean anything. It's, 
it's the, you know, living in the moment of now, because the only moment really is now, but the only way you can ever appreciate what you're going through is a framework of, of what it is. It's, it's like a whole concept of like, I could give you a black belt today, but would you feel like you're an actual black belt in, in a martial art? You know, I could give you a, t- a title or whatever, but it's like the title or the object only means as much as the work put in. Same thing with the joy of getting somewhere or the appreciation of someone or, you know, understanding it. It's all a combination of, of having prior experiences before. And then you, then you have a framework to see where you come. Like, But in that, there's also a beauty in looking back where you came from, like being able to soak up and enjoy those memories. Like, you know, if you, if you've never, if you haven't taken a while to go back and look at old pictures, like go through like a, go through like your pictures on Facebook or something, or I don't know, whatever you have, Instagram, Tumblr, I don't know, you know, whatever your kids are into these days, <laughs> go back and sort of embrace that for a minute. I'm like, dang, God, look at all the good times. Um, it's so fulfilling. So, I did a section on the importance of like really documenting everything, like making sure you've got pictures and and writings and whatever. But you know, also make sure that you you, you take time to to be grateful for everything that you've had happen, and also you know maybe even like make a map of stuff. Like, okay, what was I listening to here, here, and here? What was my main philosophy? Um, what did, you know, how in love was I, you know, how tortured was I, <laughs> you know, what great things was I creating? What was I doing good in the world? You know, how, how selfish was I, how, how much of whatever was I, and then how, how have I grown? Where have I let certain beautiful parts of me die out? It's like, I feel like a lot of times we let society sort of shape us or we come across resistance. And so we sometimes etch part of our personality out and, you know, we maybe do need to grow. And there are aspects of us that, that are probably not perfect for a situation, but I think sometimes we, we cut too much out trying to please other people. And what I've noticed personally in myself is I got to the point where I had, I had, tried to cut you know so much out to appease certain people that I'd lost creative aspects of myself God, I used to read so much I used to write poetry all the time I was always creating essays and, and, and you know just creating this you know granted I was also I feel like a bit full of shit too but you know I look at some of the stuff is so grandiose and almost just like you know like a walking MLA format and what I mean by that is just like, it felt like it was, it was, it was too much of an act. And although I said, I very am, I'm very much am that poetic creative thing. It's how, you know, being that, but without being so flashy about it, I guess it's like finding the right balance of like what you really are. And so I look back and I, I've cut, I cut out certain pieces of myself, trying not to be a certain thing. And what I end up doing, what I realized I ended up doing was just cutting out pieces that that weren't an act. They were, they're just part of who I am and things I actually really appreciated about myself. 
So it's really about finding that balance. But I'm in this weird mix of, you know, I guess I guess it's all considered nostalgia. But I'm I'm remembering the beauty. I'm remembering where I was. I I can see how certain people liked me. I can also see how why certain people didn't like me and why I screwed up many things in my life. But in that, it still brings me joy. I think if, as you get older and the more hopefully complex you become, the less the, 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 the dark times seem as dark. They're, they're more, you know, you understand everything is necessary. So I look back and I think the thing that I regret most is just anybody that I've hurt. Like there's people that I've hurt in the past, you know, from you know my, my BS and it was never malicious, but at the same point it was like I I could see now where there were aspects of being selfish that have greatly affected other people. So that's important too. Like the whole analyzing, like okay, am I, how am I a better person? If you know what was I doing then, and how am I doing that now? And so, when you know when they say that you know those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it, it's very true, you know. And also, it should be thrown in there those who are in denial, and you know blame other people for how they got to where they are in life will remain prisoners to to a false a falsity, or at least prisoners to others. It's it's like. You have to, you know, accept and take take the burden of your life back on you. And, you know, part of so much of reflection, like, I'm going through all these things that I've written. And I'm like, you know, gum, I can see why I was an English major and why, you know, I was going to get things published. And I can see how much I've slacked off on it. It was almost like, oh, this is a thing I do. But if you don't do the thing, like, are you still an author? Or if you don't, you know, it's like, are you living in the past? So... I guess my sort of point with all this is go and document, look at your past, and, you know, use that to help your now. Use that to help your now. So, have a good night. So, to kind of finish off this little, uh, I guess, mini episode of or mini sort of podcast. Uh, I would not have been able to put together my entire evening last night worth of creativity and new ideas if it hadn't actually been for, you know, my music not working right and then me end up going in my files. Well, as I said, I ended up in my in sort of like memory lane and that that was awesome like I, I I was reading things I forgot I even wrote I was finding old music old pictures and it, it was just it was neat to see you know how I progressed how I haven't you know where I've actually you know lost certain aspects of myself but you know ultimately there's uh, something beautiful, so beautiful about revisiting 
something you, you've done before. It's like the same reason I, I tend to read, I'll read books like Art of War and Musashi's Five Rings, you know, once a year, or try anyway. Because you go back and, and read the same thing you read before, but with your new perspective, all your new knowledge, and all of a sudden the same material doesn't doesn't hit you the same. It's like, it's the same words that have always been there, but your ability to find new meanings and, and hidden sort of treasures in it, it, it it's fantastic. It's, uh, you know, So picking up where I left off last night and kind of a, a, a summary of this little mini podcast is the, the nostalgia hits on many points. One, it was unexpected. So I got a, I got a nice little enjoyment out of, out of being surprised by how many files between music and, uh, poetry, essays, rants that I'd found, that I'd written that I, I either vaguely remember starting or don't remember writing at all. You know, after I read it, I'm like, oh, that's definitely me. But it's it's like, huh, these are so many projects that I kind of started and never went anywhere with it. And, you know, it, it's like I'm teaming up with my with my former self. It's like my former self and my current self team up you know, with ideas to become future us. And that's kind of neat. Like I legit, I almost feel like, I legitimately feel like I'm doing like a collaboration with myself. And, uh, you know, I, I, I played old school music. I was working with old school um, writings and some old thoughts, but it was it was interesting because I'm not that same person, and it's almost like man, if I could share with me then what I know now, I would have, I would have done so many better things sooner. I think, but isn't that always what they say that youth wasted on the young? And I wish I knew what I knew now when I was younger. But I'm I'm glad that I you know I found this now because it's very inspiring. It, I. I updated and or you know created six new works last night um or rehashed the old ones and you know that already goes with what i'm doing now with with you know creating this website this podcast and uh it's just like more fuel for the fire it's like every time you know i'm not even worried about running out of out of ideas because if anything it's just trying to figure out where to start or organize it because I, I haven't felt this inspired, creative in a long time. And, you know, the whole you can't teach a, you can teach a dog, an old dog new tricks is, it's interesting. It's almost like you're teaching the same dog the same tricks, but from a different perspective. So it's... I think I, I think it's important. I don't know what rate that we should go back and kind of, you know, reread old journals. But 
we should document. I used to I used to kind of make fun of people who's all, who are always taking pictures and stuff. Now, granted, I imagine if you're taking too many pictures, you're not actually living the moment. You're trying to document a thing, and you'll be like, when you look back, you're like, hey, remember that time I was taking pictures of that time? But definitely some pictures, a lot of journaling, um, because you'll 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 get to the point where you'll you'll look back on it and you're like, damn, I wrote this ten years ago, fifteen years ago, and wow, you know, interesting trying to connect the line but also the sort of the, 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 the I guess the, the final point of this was you're even if you personally don't have too much interest in it there's going to be someone down the line in, in your family probably whether your kids your grandkids or if you don't want to have kids maybe your, your niece or nephew or their kids and you know there's usually at least one person in every family that that's sort of the genealogist or you know keeper of oh I guess the the family sort of knowledge and whatnot and they'll be thankful that you've kept such good records and stuff they'll be like holy crap and you know you'll have you'll have something to share but you know I was uh, my grandmother she got dementia and, uh, you know, she died before she could, she, well, she, her dementia kicked in before she could really do it, um, which is a shame because she used to be a professor and it was so bad. I, I, you know, she couldn't finish, you know, reading a, a page of a magazine without forgetting where she was, which is really unfortunate to see her go that way. But she had so many books on writing your memoirs and, uh, you know, I, 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 I kept a couple of these and you know, when you think about it, it's sort of like a dissertation or thesis on your life. It's sort of like, you know, what did I take out of this thing? Like, what, 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 what was my point? What was my mark on the world? And that gives you something, you know, to leave behind. Did you do anything useful? And if you did, you know, do you want that to go to your grave? Or would you like to share it, you know, with the rest of humanity and hopefully help progress, you know, everybody else's lives? But there's so many good, there's so many valuable points or valuable reasons to to engage in nostalgia, to journal, to you know, you know, re rehash some of those memories and be inspired by it. You know, the the older I get, I, I don't know if it's like I, I notice more, you know, more nooks and crannies of things, or you know or discovering more or the fact that maybe I'm just noticing more little points of what's always been there and so all these little hidden secrets have been there from the very beginning and you know I'm just kind of finding new ways to be inspired and and enjoy life just by what's always been there so I think that's really cool I you know I think it was I think it was Socrates that said we don't really learn anything we're just uncovering or discovering what we've known all along. And I guess if you, if you think about that, if like the, the totality of the universe is everything that's ever been is in there, then we would be, I guess, on a return to ourselves or our former selves. But, yeah. So I, I guess the thing I'm leaving off is the unpredictability 
of, of what you'll find sometimes when you go back into nostalgia. It's, it's, it, has, it has a lot of benefits. It's one, it releases, you know, probably, it releases dopamine because you're, you're, you're having a response of, oh, this is cool. It's, it's bringing you joy. It's, um, but, it's, but it's also connecting you to creativity. It's connecting you to something that, that I imagine if it's anything like me, will we'll light a fire in your butt a little bit. It, it will, it's like, and it, it's like finding value for free, I guess, in something that, that you already did. And, you know, the, the closer you can get to knowing yourself, the closer you can get to actually being happy in your life. You know, I think, you know, I think a lot of people aren't happy because they're, they're still trying to find themselves. And, and it's like, if you can't find, if you don't know who you are, then you're someone else like every day or every hour. That sends a lot of mixed signals out in the universe. And so it's like, no wonder people aren't happy because they're, you know, they're, your, your frequency is like, what the fuck am I doing? So you get to know yourself, you get to experience joy, creativity, and, you know, putting together things leaves leaves you know good information behind for the generations after you so it's really i don't know if there's that much of a downside to it other than some people will i guess live in the past or wish they were still in the past and that's that's not good but other than sort of like trying to live old glory as if it were now you know learn from that old glory and make, I always try to say that make, make, I want the best, I don't want to hear about like, oh, Dan, 20 years ago, you did it. I was like, I want the best version of me to be the version of me that's talking to you right now. I don't want to ever live off of accomplishments of something I did years ago. Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I, I didn't, we didn't just have a, have a, the peak and then burn out. Because I feel like a lot of people, they have their moment and then they kind of just kill time until they die. And I think that the key to a happy life and to a good life is to find a way to inspire that childlike creativity, that fire to where, you know, I mean, there's so, there's so many neat senior citizens I've met that, you know, like in their 80s that are just cracking up jokes, smart asses, like having a blast. And I'm like, that's what I want to be. You know, all the, all the people in my part of the Parkinson's boxing class love those guys. You know, they, but they inspire me because it's like, holy crap, I can, I can be that my entire life. And that's neat. And this is one of the pieces to the puzzle, you know, but plus my, uh, my buddy got me, uh, uh, and one of these old, uh, 1984 transform, original transformers, uh, sound wave transformers. And I've honestly had so much fun with it. I used to play with transformers when I was a kid and you, you know, I, I want to say that I'm too old to play for him, but nope, nope. Some of the most fun I've had is just freaking transforming this toy from the, the 80s that I absolutely love. And so don't don't be afraid to still be young. Don't be afraid to embrace that childlike wonder. Like look at look at most kids. You know, every day they're like, ah, oh, it's something green, and they're they're in, and they're like excited about that. Well, we're so just desensitized that we can be like, oh, huh, got a new car, I guess that's okay. It's like, damn, how, 
can spoil do you have to be or conditioned you have to be to not appreciate how amazing everything is in life. Well, anyway, here's to nostalgia and here's to, you know, taking old lessons and, you know, rehashing them with your current set of knowledge and, you know, uniting with your old self to with your current self to try to become an even better you in the future and heck yeah so enjoy